When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Here's the thing about Germany. Why I made the curators pick of the Hollywood French Welcome to TFR Podcast Live. Hashtag TFR Podcast Live. Uh, observations with your host, Crazy D, with my guest host, Tanya M. Congress. Can you hear me? Can I hear you? Can you hear me? Hello. Okay, we're having some kind of technical difficulties this morning. Okay, okay, it just snapped in. It just snapped okay. in. You can hear me. Okay, there we go. Yes, All right. now I can hear you. So, now that we've gotten over the technical difficulties, the phone lines are open. 213-943-3358. Hey, sometimes it happens when you're dealing with technology. 213-943-3358. As usual, the show is brought to you by Back in Cleveland Movie, available on LordlandFilms.com. It's one of the funniest, serious productions Crazy D has ever produced, featuring talent from Cleveland. Make sure that you go check it out. It's $2.99, or you can order the hard copy, right? On demand, you can order it for $2.99. Make sure you watch it. You will be entertained. Right. So what is the topic for today's show? Like the opossums guarding the hen house. Like the opossums guarding the hen house. What does that mean? What does that mean? Right. Aria the Mizzo. Have you heard that name? Well, if New Hampshire County has their way, they will soon call her sheriff. A woman sheriff who's the high priestess of the reformed satanic church. And a transgender will possibly be sheriff with her decidedly non-law and order campaign slogan, F the police. With anarchists organizing and mobilizing to co-opt the American black movement for just us and the fight to dismantle, quote unquote, state on both sides, have American blacks come to the realization we are on our own? Have we come to the realization that we are on our own? 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. So before we begin, how was your weekend, Tanya? And uh, what do you want to say to the people as we uh, kick this off? Uh, my weekend was great, but um, the more that we do these shows, and it's not a but, it is an also. Um, the more that we do these shows, um, the more my mind 
is on getting information out to the people. And it does not surprise me at all that this person uh, that that is going to be sheriff and then uh, and, and whoever else is going to be under them. This is not a surprise at all. I could have saw this coming years ago. And it's not just in this place that it's going to be happening. Uh, this whole uh, plan and diabolical um, plan of witchcraft to take over um, different places or take over the whole country has always been an agenda. Ever since uh, Abraham Lincoln's wife conducted a seance in the White House and there have been uh, several other first ladies who have been uh, guilty of doing similar things and so when you have that kind of thing going on in your in the midst of the most important place of the hub of the country so to speak it would stand to reason that the country has been opened up to that kind of spiritual uh, situation regardless to whether it said it was built on Christian values and even uh, being said that it was built on Christian values, there are some issues there as well, which is why witchcraft can even get in uh, so easily uh, because of the Christian values. Now, some people may be upset at that, but unless, you know, uh, you go and do your research, there's no reason to be upset at truth. Uh, you just have to modify and govern yourself accordingly. I am... I this stuff if i told people this stuff years ago oh that's just your uh because at the time i was a practicing christian and i do still believe in christ however i christianity as the formal religion i am no longer affiliated with that per se all right so had i told anyone this years ago they would have been saying oh that's just some of that christian stuff oh that's some of that spooky deep stuff oh she's in one of those places where they believe in all of this kind of spooky stuff wow they've been creeping right up under the noses of non-spiritual people actually everybody's spiritual it's a matter of what kind of spirit you entertain all right and what kind of spirit you're more affiliated with but everybody is spiritual and it's one way or the other everyone is all right but had i said this to uh, the general population years ago it would have been acute i would have been accused of being just spooky deep or whatever but this now they've they've slid in under the radar everybody's in position now everybody's in position you got your 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 anarchist you got all of this in efforts to tear down and dismantle everything that was and to some degree that's not exactly a bad thing right However, it's how it's being done. It's how it's being done. And what, what black American blacks have to realize is that we're not on the uh, we're not on the agenda unless it is to be a catalyst or you know a conduit to help them do what they're doing. But we are not just like in everything else, we are just the number, the numbers that are needed uh, to push things through. Our numbers do are needed, our votes do count. That's the reason why we've been talking about sitting this one out. This is not about the presidency. This is about uh, where we are. This is our right. It is our right to have. It is our right to have due compensation for services rendered. It is our right to have that. And so when you have a, a, a president that's coming in talking about he's going to give 
you know all of this is under witchcraft this is under this is under a spell if you understand what i'm saying you have a presidential candidate who's saying he's going to allow immigrants in this country they're going to give them free health care and all this stuff we've been talking about for the last two weeks and uh yet our reparations have not been uh has not been dispersed all right so what money are you going to use to fund uh the immigrants that are coming i don't i'm not prejudiced against immigrants i understand that this place has been promoted as the land of opportunity all right i understand that but however the opportunities have been limited to the people who have built this country this is my problem so my thing is where is the money coming from that is going to fund all of this grandiose stuff that you're promising the immigrants when you haven't dispersed our uh reparations that means you're going to take it from that pool of resources and that is the problem That is the problem. 213-943-3358. We have the chat board open on the Film Review Live channel. Just go to YouTube uh, and search hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB episode 14. And it will come up and you can comment on the chat board or you can call in at 213-943-3358. Let your voice be heard. We are we are simulcasting on Periscope, on Vimeo, on FB, on the Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society page. Also, the link is sent over to uh, Tiny M Congress's page also. And we are on the Film Review Life channel right now the film review live channel on youtube make sure you subscribe click the link so click the bell so you'll know uh when we come on you will be notified right and make sure that you go over to the cash app dollar sign tfr podcast live dollar sign pa tfr podcast live and drop a few dollars on there you like what we're doing we'd like to thank those who donated in the past but we're talking about the present so go ahead and donate a few dollars so we can keep this rolling right along so what does the main title of the topic today mean like the opossums guarding the hen house right i could have said possum but possum is one of 70 offshoot species of the original opossum what does a what is a opossum? If you would real quickly, Tanya, if you would look up what a opossum is, it is a All right, hang on. marsupial. And what does a marsupial do primarily? Besides, bear a lot of children. Okay, it is uh, an opossum. Go yes, go ahead. Opossum is a marsupial of the order of. Uh, Didophimorphia Didophimorphia endemic to the Americas. The largest order of marsupials in the Western Hemisphere comprises 103 or more species in 19 genera. Now, a marsupial eats things, right? So, you know, you know, what's up to Kadisha Vaughn? I see that she's watching. I want to say hello to her. Thanks for chiming in and everyone who is on YouTube right now. A marsupial, it, you've heard the old expression, 
It's like the fox guarding the hen house. Well, I wanted to go a little deeper and bring a marsupial that is a night creature that will come in and snatch eggs from out the hen house to feed on. Will destroy the hens and the rooster and go in there and get what it needs to get. And it will eat the offspring of the hens, the chickens, the rooster. And so this is why we say like the op of soup, excuse me, the opossum, I'm, I'm getting the marsupial and the opossum, what it is, and that the opossums guarding the hen house. We as American blacks have set ourselves up to have opossums guarding our hen house. And what do we mean by that? We have groups of people. We start out with our organizations like hashtag BLM. Hey, I, I, I wrote that three weeks ago. I'm still waiting for a response from hashtag BLM. Black Lives Matter. Have you been co-opted? Do you have control of your merch? Right? And the answer appears to be no because every time I see Black Lives Matter, now I see it as a Caucasian group because that is the those are the people who are out there. They are out there. They are protesting. They are doing what they are doing. Such as these seven right here. These seven right here are, you know, pretty much what you see when you look at Black Lives Matter now is what you see as people that look like these seven. Rich, affluent people. We went over this on Friday, so we're not going to go over through and then on the show episode 130 of hashtag TFR podcast live that is up on the film review life channel we went over and we dropped the names down right most of them are immigrants fresh fresh maybe first to fifth generation they haven't been here we were talking to a Indian guy on the show yesterday who called up who wanted to discuss pedophilia and you know, wanted to justify his his need to date underage women, right? And I expressed to him, I say, uh, you know, that's interesting, but you're, you're, you haven't been here as long as my people have been here, and he admitted, no, you can go away and say, no, I haven't. Well, there you go, people. So these people here who are talking about Marxism, and we told you Marxism is nothing but the study of capitalism, how it affects workers, the society, and they lean towards pushing communism. So what these people should be called is not Marxist, but communist. These are the people that we are aligning with or allowing to co-op movements like the Black Lives Matter women allow them to co-op their 
movement. People like this who are chanting death to America. And the last time I knew, we weren't about death to America. And it's no better than uh, the accelerationists, right? No better than the accelerationists who believe in uh, America falling so they can have a white ethno state. So who are who are the people who are really out there? This is the situation, right? This is the situation. So when we talk about hen house and allowing a certain group of people to be guarding our hen house instead of us being self-sufficient to guard ourselves, we're talking about situations that happened in the past, but are ever present today. Now on the right side of the screen, that is the person running for sheriff. This is what our main topic is about. You have people who are talking about, this person is talking about destroying the state. Saying that you have relied on a system that is broken and we are going to dismantle this system. And somehow the people on the right have let her in and she got the nod on the Republican side. When you talk about his story and our story within his story, we have to look at the black massacres as it laid out in this meme right here, right? It goes all over. We've got Chicago, Detroit, New York, Washington, Springfield, East St. Louis, Philadelphia, Wilmington, Memphis, Tulsa, of course, Tulsa being one of the most more famous ones, right? Wicksburg, Charleston, right? And, and the list goes on and on and on. Who was around during that time? Were not the anarchists around, the people who believed in in Marxism, the study of to move to communism, who talked about workers' rights, creating unions to strike. These are the same people that were around then, but because we don't have a understanding or a knowledge of his story that our people live, we don't realize that these are the same people who perpetuated this right here, this horror, these black massacres, the same people, in between the people who are about workers and unions, or on the other side, which are now called accelerationists, white nationalists, to cripple this. These people cripple black economies. They cripple black economies, and the same people are trying to cripple trying to cripple the American state. But because we don't realize that we are so fast to join with these groups because, oh, here comes a white person that is, appears to care about what we're talking about. But we don't take enough time to look at history and say that labor parties, unions, people who believe in communism, people who believe in uh, anarchy are the same, is the opposite side of the coin, it's the same coin, the opposite side of the coin that houses white supremacists and now accelerationism. 
And when we learn, finally learn that we need to be for and with ourselves on these situations, things like what's getting ready to happen in New Hampshire County would not happen. But we believe something and we believe these anarchists, right? So let's, let's see what you got to say. Oh, we have comments. All right, so we're going to read some comments. But what do you have to say to that, Tanya? There has to be a time when, you know, because our people, a lot of our people have been historically complacent, um, where we'll sit back and just watch things happen. Now, when I say sit out this election, I'm talking about sitting out of stuff. I'm not talking about sitting out and being inactive. Definitely. Uh, we're going to be active. Uh, however, uh, the details of that activity will remain a mystery to those who it needs to be a mystery to. All right. But when when you sit back and you're looking at these people and you just let things happen, just let it happen. And, and to my Christian people, you know, oh, well, you know, the Lord got us. Uh, let me tell you something. Just, just a, a, a an insertion. When Christ hung his head on that cross and said, "It is finished. It was done. Now it's all on you." So what you sitting around waiting for, waiting to happen, something to fall out the sky, some kind of answer. This is what you here for. You are the answer to the situation. All right. And so if you're gonna sit there on your blessed assurance. And think that something is just going to come out the sky And just you know uh, You keep on confessing you know take care of me He's like I, I'm giving you I'm giving you everything He said I have given you everything that pertains To life that's your, your natural life And godliness that's your spiritual life So when you look at programs like this With people who are informed and spiritual Who is giving you Information and giving you direction If you, if you haven't picked up In your spirit already also prophetic is giving you education, instruction, and direction. That is the part of in natural things. That is the spiritual inroads into you being taken care of, you know, by the God that you pray to. All right. And so we have people who have historically been complacent. Out of the ones who have not been complacent, they've been grasping at straws and throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks and only going with the information that agrees with their already predisposed ideals, right? You have predisposed ideals. And so you only align yourself with the knowledge bases and things that are going to accommodate those already predisposed ideals. And what you have done is we've created, we've allowed the monsters to not only be created in it. When I looked up the opossum, what's, what's funny about that is that they're marsupials. So that means that they carry their young in a pouch. So they're hidden, right? They're hidden. And so these, these young have been hidden and now they are grown. They, they, they don't have to be in the pouches anymore. Now they're letting loose. They, they play sleep. They can pretend like they're dead and play sleep. And all of a sudden, bam, we up in your place. And what are you going to do about it? Because you've been sitting there not getting the education. Uh, the definition of ignorance, this is Tanya's definition of ignorance, is willfully ignoring 
information and knowledge and you're willingly doing it because it does not fit with with your ideals so here we are we are in a uh, we're caught in a straight betwixt in and now we're looking at each other saying well you know are you going you going to do this you going to do that well i'm and then in such pride and pompousness we have some of us well you know i'm voting cuz you know that's my right to vote okay you go ahead go ahead on with your bad self and watch there be nothing to show for your time standing in line or writing an absentee ballot or whatever it is that you did watch there be nothing to show for that mark my words okay people so look 213-943-3358 the phone lines are open we need to check those phone lines to make sure that they're working though you know how they do the full caziness and we uh, go check, and check those phone lines listen uh S1 Dubs is watching on uh, YouTube. His first message, YouTube did not print that message because he says over here, I can only see so much of it. He says, you can't date underage women. It's statutory. I guess he must have said rape and they, they, the bot caught that term rape, I guess, and cut that off so that wouldn't display however his second uh post up there s1 dubs or molestation so it must have been statutory rape or molestation then he says s1 dub says destroy the state and replace it with what beware of the burn it all down crowd what comes after may be much worse than what we have now. And that is right. That, that, you know, I have to agree with that train of thought there, right? That train of thought. That is uh, what it is, right? So let's go through this. This is why they're running into a situation with American Blacks today with this election for those who are not I'm going to say this and I say it all the time those who are not party Dixie crack coons or party repub coons or party independent or party left right blue green nonpartisan party coons for those who are not coons and who are awake who don't just want to hop not and rub shoulders with but want to be and make something that where we're there and we love one another and we build and we secure this symbolicness is not working we have told you constantly over the weeks we've been at this now for three weeks but of course we've been telling you on hashtag tfr podcast live episodes 104 through 110 and episodes 121 through 130 now we've been breaking down the information through reviewing film and showing you in film right we've been doing this but here we've been at it for three weeks and we told you uh, to go read biden's plan and what it does is it puts american blacks in debt while allowing immigrants to come over and they get a TIN number, tax identification number. They get free health care. They get free subsidized housing in the suburbs, right? They get they get 
the ability to have a job, but most likely you have children, don't you? You have a family, don't you? You will be You will be training your replacement, and they will give you your pink slip by next Christmas. Wow! Right. So this is this wow. is real stuff, right? This is real stuff. You're gonna train your replacement because they're gonna do it cheaper, right? But what are they giving black people? They giving black people loans and a rebate of fifteen thousand dollars. And most houses start at one hundred and fifty thousand. Then you got to pay property tax and you got to pay the mortgage. You're really not owning anything, especially when you know that land came free if the immigrant could come over and have money to buy what property and what was property not the house not the land but the black body that tilled the soil that planted that built upon that to make a cash crop then they would get land free right the person says there are two factions of white people white people are in that's right we discussed that that did not come up you, when you said white people uh s1 dubs they blocked it and i can't read the whole thing they they block things he said there are two factions that's right and we've been talking about the two factions we've been talking about the anarchists and the accelerationists and either way neither one neither one is talking anything in history. Just looking at his story and our story, neither one has talked anything that had to do positively for black people. So this is where we are at, right? And this is why they find themselves in a little conundrum because the people are aware and they are waking up. And so this meme says, Apropoli, I made a new word. Apropoli, thank you for the symbolic gestures, gestures, but black people need reparations. So thank you for coming and joining in on the protest and somehow co-opting it and making it about death to America, but we're not talking about death to America. We're not talking about that. People who are aware of what's going on, we are talking about, because if you destroy and collapse the state the state is what owes the state is what owes and if it's collapsed it seems like one big game it seems like a game that they're trying to play it seems like a game that they are trying to play with the people and we have no time to have games played with us but you know as always you will find a black person right you will find a black person that will follow that that line of anarchists. And get ready for this, people, because this right here is a major disgrace. And let's play this, and, and, and we're going to come right back. Let's, let's play this real quick. We'll come right Somebody getting this close to your face, you're going for that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's basically what you want. You stop breathing, you got your hands together, you holding your peace. You want to punch me right now, don't you? You want me to get out your face, don't you? But you know, you can't do shit. You can't do shit until Chief tell you. Until your daddy tell you. your dad tell you. He said, take your clip out your gun because you can't do shit with it. You took it out, bitch. They said, put them motherfucking clothes on. He ain't listen like no sergeant. He ain't listen like no sergeant. He ain't listen like no bitch. That's what you listen like. You listen to words everybody else say. You don't even think for your damn self. You don't even let them think for that damn self. Poor black man in America. This is a major disgrace. This is a disgrace. This black man is serving his country. He's serving his country. It is a disgrace. It is a disgrace what this young American black male did to another American black male that is serving his country. Where are you going? If the if you're following along with the anarchists, where are you going when the state is collapsed? What is it going to collapse into? Have you even studied what it takes to make a preamblum, to make a, a set of grievances, to make a declaration? Do you even know what it takes to create a constitution? So what is it falling into? If the state falls, where is it falling? It's going to fall into an abyss. And what does the abyss mean for you? This is a disgrace. This is a disgrace. This young American black male talking to this American black male who is serving this country. He is serving his country. And I don't understand what's really good. Where are you going? We just finished talking about Africa and the pedophilia and the sex trade over there. Wake up, a Pan-Africanist. We talked about that in episode 130. Wake up. They're laughing at you when you come over because they're looking for the European with the dollar that can pay them more than... Four weeks or five weeks of work can pay them in one shot more. Where are you going while you're talking about and you're talking against this man, right? Who is out to feed his family and give a better way for his family. What are you, what are you doing, American black man? What are you doing, those who are out there who are believing this anarchist crap that's being put down because you haven't researched enough history, his story, our story within this land, our story globally, but we're talking about American black right now. You haven't done enough studying to realize that this is a plan to strip you of what you are owed either side the accelerationist on the white nationalist hard right alt right or the leftist as they call them the ones who are calling marxists but we told you what marxism really is we're talking about communists we're talking about anarchists to say the state needs to fall because it's no good 
which ones it's all the same it's the end of the state and what's it gonna fall into an abyss that is most likely a white ethno state what are you standing that what's going on what's going on american black man that um what you said is absolutely right where where are you going I mean, and as they're standing there doing that, um, they're, they're, I bet you they have thought no further than the immediate right now. They have nothing to gain even standing there doing that. There's not even an immediate, um, you know, it's not an immediate gain from doing that. There's no gain at all, not immediate or future, you know, but when you were talking about, um, the, the plan that they have for us, uh, the old Biden administration, uh, the uh, uh, what's his name? Biden administration. I said, oh, Biden. Oh, Biden. <laughs> uh, when we. <laughs> oh, boy, that's funny in so many ways. But when we think about the old Biden or Biden, I keep saying, oh, Biden. When we keep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, when, when we keep. It was the Obama plan Biden. too. It was it was the Obama plan too. So old Biden, old Biden. Go ahead. <laughs> That's funny. Um, when we think about the Biden plan and what they planned, what he, he said to do for us to put us in debt and give us a fifteen thousand dollar rebate. Fifteen thousand dollars is that even a down payment on a house these days? Oh, that's well, it's ten percent of one fifty. So that means you're already given a cap. So if you were going after a home loan and you want to say the house that you wanted was two hundred seventy-five thousand, how about that? You don't even have enough of the down payment uh, for the house, and that's just a sidebar. But um, in thinking of it from this perspective. If we're in debt because we're paying back and we're financing, oh, this is real good here. And this is a double, a double rape. And they're gonna bleep that out. This is double. So you're gonna you're gonna not give us our reparations. We're not dispersed because you're not giving us nothing. You're not dispersing our reparations. So that money is gonna go to that cause. And also, you're going to put us in debt, and the debt, the money that we pay to the debt is going to go to that cause. I mean, come on, people. What are we going to do? What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? Come on. You're, you're catching it both ways. And then there's a third way you got these groups that are coming in and saying this and that and all of these causes. It's nothing more than a distraction. A wise person would sit back in their chair, find them a nice, comfortable chair, get in the most comfortable chair in your house, and lean back and chill. Just chill while you're strategizing with like-minded individuals. Because this right here, there's nothing for us in it. There's nothing for us in it. You might get a little bit as long as you know, and I'm sorry for y'all, this is going to get mad, but for those of you, I mean, as long as President Trump is in office, we're going to get some things. We're going to get some things. I, I know y'all didn't like that. We're going to get some things as long as he's in office, but you know, it doesn't matter because even with his uh, presidency, 
what we're supposed to get. Uh, when are we gonna get this party started? Okay, who's going? Who's going to get it started? We know the Democrats are not gonna do it because they've already planned in ways that are not beneficial to us. Now we have some benefits on the Republican side, but still nobody's talking reparations. Nobody's talking reparations. Everybody's dragging their feet on that. And money is what is needed. Uh, the scripture says that money answers all things. Money is what is needed for us to be able to take the, our, our seat where we need to take our seat. I think the problem is there's a fear that our seat is at the top because there's so much that we have done. And that's the problem. But the, here's the thing for, for all you listeners that may be slanted toward that, that uh, you know, that sick and twisted way of thinking. Our hearts as a people were never to be antagonistic towards another people. Not initially. Our hearts was we believe in working and having our own but who works for 200 years who works for 400 years free if you think that that's a good idea you go do it so now we're at a point where we're saying enough we're not doing that anymore we're not doing it so y'all can fight y'all's war and y'all can have fun like G.I. Joe and G.I. Jane. Y'all can go ahead on and do that while we sit back over here and attend to more uh, beneficial matters. All right. Y'all go ahead on and play cops and robbers and we're going to be over here doing this. We're not we're not participating in that. It's a waste of time. It's an exercise in futility and we are not participating are not we are not participating uh s1 dub says both of those brothers are victims they should never attack each other he also said before the left side of ws which stands for whites thought that the immigrants would replace our votes however these immigrants are socially conservative the left side of the whites are now admitting that those votes are ghost and this is what what we see as we go along and you're playing around and you're not bringing to the people the people who have been constantly loyal to you <clears throat> since the movement since the civil rights act you know we talked about that so we're not going to rehash that you want to go back go back to previous shows we break all that down for you but this right here is another meme which uh, drives the message home. Results when social economic status is held constant provide evidence for a non-white white divide and food insecurity for both immigrants and the native born. That is blacks and Latinos regardless or uh, uh, regardless of nativity status are uh, significantly more food insecure than both foreign and native born whites. You see? So this is a person that's trying to equate both together, both the immigrants together and, along with native born American blacks. Uh, I really 
don't have any comment on that other than to say that the meme as far as the food insecurity is a good thing. Everything else, there is no equating between American blacks and African blacks, okay? Because they have, they are different. A woman called up yesterday and she did it so succinctly. She broke it down so succinctly to the point. She said that Chinese are different than Taiwanese. They look similar, but they don't like each other. And there is a difference between the two. And this is what we have to get into our minds. That there is a difference between American Blacks and African Blacks. And we, you can go back and listen to episode 130. 213-943-3358. Once you dial in, if you want to come on on air to talk, just press number one on your dial and I'll see the signal that says that you want to come on and not just listen and we will bring you up to speak with you. Now, another meme that came up was interesting. Exposing the con BID agenda, right? Notice what you see there. You see a six-headed snake, not the seven-headed snake, but it says avoid uh, the the, uh, vaccination. And that that came from Joel. And uh, I thought that that was a pretty good meme because we had talked about the seven-headed snake and most people don't still don't know about the seven-headed snake snake speaking of the speaking of the uh six head snake which they're talking about is the vaccine now here's another one that i thought was pretty good i thought this one was pretty good right here now everyone likes the office everybody loves the office the tv show so this person in this meme this is pretty good they should First, test the COVID vaccine on government officials. If they are safe, the vaccine is good. But if they die, the country is safe. They should first test the COVID vaccine on government officials. This is a great meme here. He's sitting there smug with a smile on his face. He's probably an anarchist, you know, not the actual person or the character on the TV show, but he's probably an anarchist. And he says, if they are safe, the vaccine is good. But if they if they die, the country is saved, right? But how well could the country be safe when you're trying to collapse the state on either side, right? Right. So we just discovered that when you say white, when you write white, they, they automatically knock it out because as soon as he wrote WS, capital WS for acronym, that uh, went through. But anytime you say white or something, they're knocking it out. You say, you say certain keywords, the bots are catching them and they are knocking them out from being seen and heard, right? So look, this one's another good one. Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. (laughs) Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. 
This is a great meme, which brings us to, which brings us to Dr. Keenan, right? Dr. Keenan. First of all, before we play this video and we go through it, Tanya. Oh, he says the uh, S1 dub says white supremacy. It stands for white supremacy. Well, they let it go through. I, I thought white, white supremacy, both sides, the left or the right, is white supremacy. So we agree on that. So before we go, tell them who Dr. Keenan is before we get into this video. Uh, Dr. Keenan, I just became familiar with him with another uh, Facebook friends page. And uh, I, I came up on this video uh, last week and it talked about how he was being late. He's a pastor as well. So I believe, I guess his doctorate, I'm assuming his doctorate is in divinity, but it may be in something else. He's so um, well connected in his mind. I'm thinking maybe he may be a doctor of psychology, maybe. But um, I haven't looked him up yet, but I'm going to. However, what he was speaking about, um, you know, stopped me to listen to him further because he was addressing his his own people, which are the people of the church who have been really antagonizing him for being uh, a Trump supporter and for having his own mind concerning the election and having his own mind concerning anything that's going on here that's wrapped up into this whole package. So he has his own thoughts concerning the process that are similar to mine, by the way. And so uh, not in everything, but in most of the things that he talks about, we're similar. So uh, I, he's a doctor of whatever divinity or psychology and uh, he has put a, a commentary. He actually does this. I subscribe to him. He has things that comes up several times a day, uh, different commentaries and stuff like that. So uh, he's getting some threats and some hate emails and stuff like that. And it's really ridiculous. So um, if you take the time to listen to him and go look him up and look at some of the other stuff he's saying, you'll know more about what he's about. Okay, so look, we'll get ready to play this. Now look, having a different point of view on things is called having a mind state. You're not on the hamster wheel in a mindset where you're a drone and you're being told what to do, what to think, and then it turns into a group think that is not positive for American blacks. If you believe that the uh, right or the hard right, the Aryans, the alt-right, the accelerationists is good for you, I can't help you. You're a coon. If you believe that the anarchists, the communists, the Marxists that are studying the capitalist system, trying to collapse the state to make it a communist state. If you believe in those particular Caucasians, I can't help you, you're a coon. If you believe in the Democrats or the Republicans, but if you believe in the Democrats in particular, right? 
and you know the package that they did. And here's the man that put your people in prison with two bills, one under a Republican president, one under a Democrat president. And the president before that was the one that brought in the Ready Rock. If you sold Ready Rock to your own people, I am not apologetic to tell you that that, in my opinion, is one of the most coonish actions that you could have ever done to destroy your community, then later get caught and swept up in 100 to 1 and then three strikes you went away some made amends some make amends so for those who make amends cool but if you wanted the lifestyles of the rich and famous with the windshield wipers on your headlights or your BMW or your Benz you wanted the gold you wanted the truck jewelry you wanted the four finger ring or you wanted the ring you wanted the gold teeth you, you wanted all that you wanted all the trappings you wanted that house you you wanted that <clears throat> on the backs of turning American black women strawberries on the back of destroying your community with something that ran so rampant through it that is one of the biggest cone moves that could have ever been done in the history, right? That's one of the biggest cool moves that could have been done, right? So we're gonna go ahead and play this, right? So we're gonna go ahead and play this, right? And so let's play it here real quick. Let's see, take what meme down? Let me see, okay, let me take this down first with the Anarchist, let me take that down because that's almost like I'm advertising. Thanks to my uh, producer there for telling me that. That's good. All right, so that, that was to make a point, but the point has been made. So let's play this now. And this is uh, Dr. Keenan. And we're going to go through this and we're going to stop and have commentary on this because what he is kicking and what he is saying to you about what has been happening to American black people is, in my opinion, no doubt that this is what it is. And it's sad that he would have to lament people talking negatively against him, right? So let, let, let's listen to this. But I'm not talking about this particular, this specific issue again. So you better listen very, very closely. And you better hear it while it's up, okay? I, I did it before, it was taken down, but I'm doing it again now. And I want you to share this with everybody you know, especially your black friends. First of all, the idea that anybody, listen to me carefully, anybody that goes against the grain of the popular narrative is an Uncle Tom is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's, there's no there's no basis for it, right? There's no basis for it. And if you understand, I can't speak for anybody else. I can't speak for any other leader. I can't speak for any other minister, any other personality, any other platform. But I can only speak for myself. And the idea that I would be considered a sellout because of something that I have uh, put out here recently is ridiculous. So understand that if you look at the African-American community historically, we are literally 
one of the most historically in America, one the black the African American community, and I'm using this in quotes, one of the most morally historically conservative communities in America. So moral conservatism is not new to the black community. It, it, it is actually a historical position. You know, if you understand post-emancipation uh, from 1863, 1865. Let me stop that right there because he's getting ready to kick some information to you about what is called the nadir okay the nadir which is one of the i hate using the word dark is one of the dimmest periods for american blacks because we were traded off upon by two sides of the same coin and this is why you need to do your research and know what you're looking at when you look at uh, anarchists and you look at accelerationists. Two sides of the same coin with nothing in the middle for American blacks. So he's breaking down the nadir, right? <clears throat> so listen to this because when I listen to him, like there are certain things that I I didn't agree with necessarily like you know, I use black, I use white, I use the different, the five that was made by that, by that white man and try to show dominance when actually they're at the end. But that's another story for another time. Listen to him and, and listen to what he, and we're going to break in periodically, like I said, and uh, give our commentary on it. So here we go. Most blacks in America had to be a part of a more conservative party because it was the conservative party that actually helped to liberate the slaves. So black people immediately identified with that party as, you know, from a political standpoint. Secondly, you have to understand that the roots of the black community are the church, right? Of the church, prayer, marriage, right? Traditional marriage, marriage between man and woman this these were historical and i'm not saying they are now but they were historical positions right historical ideologies within the black community and what i'm trying to explain to you is this that when you understand as a christian you have to have a biblical world view your view is not based upon your blackness or your whiteness. Your view needs to be based upon solo scriptura. Solo scriptura, the scriptures alone. Let me stop that for a minute. There is where I kind of diverge ways with him on this aspect. Now he's kicking science, he's kicking good science, right? But I diverge on that uh, uh, thing about black and white because we have seen we're talking about two sides of the same coin we have seen as my sister alluded to a few episodes back that the white christians the southern baptist the baptist the methodist the episcopalians the even the catholics because he's speaking primarily to the protestants but we will even say catholicism those who believe in being Catholic, their views upon 
what this thing called race has traditionally and continually uh, is set to keep American blacks at the bottom and to bring people in to step over the black American blacks in this country. It's just the way that it has traditionally been and that's what it is. So trying to reason with Caucasians is not what, in my opinion, we should be on. We should not be on trying to uh, rationalize. Those who are cool, cool, they come, play the back, say, what do you need? You need resources. We're not going to come in, try to co-opt it and start talking about death to America. We're not going to do that. We're going to come in, we're going to give you a we're going to give you the finances if you need it to push this on through. But we're going to play the back and we're not going to give you a bill at the end and saying that you owe us this for what we did. No, we're looking at two sides of the coin and you can look at Southern Baptist, which was considered the most racist, or you can look at a Methodist, Caucasian, and it's two sides of the same coin. Same thing, anarchists and uh, white supremacist accelerationists. What do you have to say to that? Um, you're correct, and I, I'm in total agreement with that. We can't divide it away. He's divided. That's why I was saying that uh, a lot of what he said was on point and consistent with my thought process. But then there were just some areas that I differed in what he was saying. It is um, this whole. I mean, at this point, I know that because the argument is going to come from some, even though this is not our concern, but from some of our. Uh, white conservative people they're going to be like well I'm not part of any of those groups I'm not uh, doing any of that how uh, does that pertain to me in your view and I you know I have some some white friends that I've had for some years you understand but uh, if you know me you understand enough you understand what I mean if I'm if I'm addressing an issue that means there is an issue so basically I'm not I don't need you to do anything but pray that wisdom and righteousness prevail. That's what you can do. That's what you can do. Just stay out of the way and let wisdom and righteousness prevail. And that should be your prayer. We're in, this is a very futile time. And for any American black person that is labeling a person that is going out front. And I mean, the, the mere fact that this guy is standing out ahead or standing out amongst his peers, his peer group, and sacrificing the the pleasures of uh, the old boy network and old girl network that comes along uh, with carrying a title in that particular arena. The mere fact that he's willing to put that on the line to state the things that is on his mind means that what is taking place here is the 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 concern of Black Americans supersede the religion and I want to be clear about that because the religion itself was based on something else so this is the reason why our experience as black blacks in America has to supersede that because we've been riding along with that a great portion of us have been rolling along with that through generations and look where we are uh 
slaves were freed in 1865. Well, this is 2020. And we still have same arguments, some of the same uh, things that are going on. And we have the unmitigated goal to have a divide in our mind and our thought process concerning us uh, getting free from this. Because we still really, to put it lightly, we're still in slavery as long as we don't have the autonomy to do the things that everybody else can do we're still in slavery so to have a differing mind and to to, to receive death threats or any kind of threats or labeling from your own when you're taking a lead that they don't have the testicular fortitude to even step forth and take just sitting around talking just sitting around you know having commentary sitting around having opinions and sitting around and then behind uh, 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 behind the uh, hiding behind the computer desk and the keyboard you're sending death threats to, out to people I you know it's ridiculous yeah it, it's crazy uh, Tracy Latrice says speaking facts about what we were talking about earlier and speaking on the American black dude speaking to the other American black soldier she said yes that is a disgrace it is a disgrace now what can be said about this right what can be said about this here's another meme that really uh, I caught this one I brought this one up I don't have you read this one time I got it I think I have it pretty big here I got this when I thought this it was a pretty good meme. And I said, hey. And plus it came from, you, you posted this, right? But this yes. is speaking on relationships. But however, this right here is, uh, these different bullet points are exactly what American blacks have faced in this relationship with American, what Euro-Americans as Europeans call American whites. So re re let's read through this. Subtle but extremely real forms of emotional abuse. All right. The subtle but extremely real forms of emotional abuse demanding immediate responses. Demanding immediate responses, but you don't have time to think about it. You don't have time to think about weigh the pros and the cons. You don't have time. We need a decision right now. We need your decision right now. We need your vote right now. Demanding right now. immediate responses right now. Right now, right you now. know, we need your vote, vote right now. Me. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. They're gonna put you back in chains. Don't think about it. Right. So demanding immediate responses so you don't have time to really look at what's been going on like the shows that we've been bringing you and examining the information and going to do your own research. We need this now. November 3rd, we need it. All right. Withholding affection as punishment. Withholding affection as punishment. So in this uh, context, we'll say compassion. We'll say reasonable human compassion. You know, like comments with, with like, uh, well, you know, everybody's, you know, everybody is is ha having a hard time, Man. you know, uh, but you haven't gone through what we've gone through to have the hard times we have, though. 
you know but withholding affection is punishment having no no um camaraderie or no identification with what it is that we're experiencing number three not telling you what you did wrong but expecting you to grovel for forgiveness not telling you what you did wrong in this context this would mean you know uh we allow our uh, police departments we're not reforming police departments because on the inside in our psyche really we do feel that you are a threat and the police are take you know are defending their lives they don't know what you will do uh so you're not going to tell us that though because then you have another problem on your hands you're not going to tell us that so you're not telling us that you're afraid of us you're not telling us why you're afraid of us because then you would have to expose your own deficiency so in you're not telling us why you're afraid of us. in actuality uh, they should be groveling and asking mm-hmm. for forgiveness for what has been done. For goodness sakes, the patty rollers go back to slavery time. South Carolina trying to catch the runaway slaves. The Irish patty rollers. Continue on. Okay, this one I love, this next one. Intentional forgetfulness about things and events that are important to you, or I call this selective memory. You know, so when we bring it back up every four years, oh yeah, that. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna address that. We'll we'll, you know, we're gonna do some things and that we think that will be amicable for you. You'll be happy with them, uh, you know, until the next four years, because that that what you say gets lost in the sauces, gets slid under the radar, and then next four years you sitting there with your hand out. Remember what you told me. Now, why would you expect somebody who never had the character and integrity to uh, make good on their word before? And I, I last week I said four years ago, eight years ago, 16 years ago. How about 60 years ago? How about that? And we're still at it. So why would you expect them to do something different than they always did? No, the next one, patronizing your opinion. Patronizing patronizing yeah yeah i i hear you yeah i hear you we hear you we understand we do understand Uh, we are working on putting these things in place what i call that is passivism you're being passive you know you're passively addressing what i said with no intentions on doing anything about it so it's just patronizing okay Next is love bombing you to erase bad behavior. It's not to erase your bad behavior. It's to erase your memory of their bad behavior. So they love bomb you. Oh, you're the just the greatest thing. Uh, we give out awards to basketball players. We give out awards to black baseball players. We give out awards to black actresses and black musicians and black actors and things like that we're acknowledging you we're love bombing you we're we're letting you know we love you guys we're with you guys you have made some valuable contributions um and this 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 brings a story i just want to insert this i used to work in uh they're defunct now so i can mention the name i used to work in tower records um record store in boston massachusetts and there was this guy that used to come in and he was intentionally antagonistic he was a racist and we used to call him whitey 
he was a uh, he was very antagonistic so he came in during black history month and he said uh, we had a special section of, of videos vhs tapes for rental in the video department and we had a black section uh, and we would switch it around all month every week so that people can come out and rent you know videos that had to do with Black's contributions to America and the great things that we've done. So Whitey came in. We had Paula Abdul's tape on the uh, on the rack, and uh, so he goes up. He comes in. I'm the only one out there, right? I'm I'm on the registers, daytime, mid afternoon. So he comes in and he's walking around in his usual uh, style because he wants to get get my gold up, right? So not only is he racist, he's also uh, anti-female, right? So he's walking around in his smugness, you know, <laughs> smugness. And I'm just looking at him because I'm like, man, I'm about to rule you. If you start with me, I'm about to run you. So he says, Paula Abdul, what is she doing on here? She's in black. And he goes on to run down, you know, her ethnicity her ethnic mix or whatever I said well ultimately she is an outgrowth of black so that's why she's on the rack so he says well I guess I'll rent from this rack today um blacks have made some contribute some some contribution to the world and he was trying to you know trying to get me and I was just like I just looked at him and I looked at him, he was the most ignorant thing I had ever experienced in my life. And the only reason why I didn't open up on him is I was at work. But I, I have a way of opening up on people that's very intelligent. By the time they realize what I said to them, it's then gone over their head, right? So I exchanged some more stuff with him and we were done with it. But I just, that story came to mind when it says, you know, love bombing to erase bad behavior. Now he had bad behavior and that's what the people in this country has done this government and stuff like that and I'm not an anarchist I'm just presenting truth to you so because of the things they do give because of the segments of us and the demographic of us that are paid very well um, they feel that this erases this should, should put your memory backwards and cause you to forget all the other bad behaviors that they're constantly doing. How can I forget something that's still currently happening? Right? So you're thinking that my head screws on and off. Last one, creating a purgatory of ambi ambiguity, ambiguity about your relationship status, creating a purgatory. Now, what is purgatory? Uh, for those of you who know anything about Catholicism, they believe that when you die, there's a place that you go to called purgatory that you can buy your way. Somebody in your family can buy your way out of or you sit in purgatory for a designated amount of time until whatever your sin debt uh, was is paid. And then you're able to move on to heaven. Uh, that's a great money making scheme. That's pretty good right there. Uh, but you're creating a purgatory of amb ambiguity, ambiguity is not having a clear defined uh, definition or a clear defined place uh, or, or title or nature of your relationship is ambiguous. 
it's whatever you can whatever you say and that's i'm gonna tell you what that is but it's whatever you say it is so if you think that that we're boyfriend and girlfriend you think we're husband and wife you think we're best friends we're besties you think we're that it's how it's whatever picture you paint of it but i never said nothing so when you call me to the carpet on the nature of our relationship and well i thought we were friends i thought we were buds i thought we were comrades well i never said that where'd you get that from that was that was your imagination that was what you thought i never said i never gave you any reason to think that we were together i never gave you any reason to think that we were one we were solid i never gave you that that was your imagined or your your desire uh that of your imagination that told you that so all of these are characteristic of a narcissist um when you go study narcissism when you go start study narcissism this is these are all telltale signs of a narcissistic relationship when you're in a relationship with a narcissist that's what this is and so we have had a narcissistic relationship with the very country that we built we're in a narcissistic relationship well why shouldn't they be they stole us which the very uh scripture that they said that this country is built on they and and that a lot of black groups are saying well you know that's the white man's scripture that's a white man's word no because man stealing uh was a main issue and so they violated their own the the very thing that they tried to use to put us in change with as reason they violated it man stealing is a very serious infraction man stealing so they stole us and then brought us here and then uh used us for free free labor freed us grudgingly didn't make good on the promise uh, the government then didn't make good on the promise of the 40 acres and a mule um and now you know we're sitting here and we're in a deficit and you tell us well you know you know and so then when we do work to get ourselves out we have some had some great movements uh the one situation where was it in um maryland where a whole black city that was self uh sufficient was built they burnt it down so here we are in a deficit and you say well you know you should be happy you do you have some people to have some things done you know and this very it's not narcissistic and just don't care so here we are either you're faced with the truth when you turn into this broadcast you're faced with the truth now the problem is what are, or, or the question is what are you in your individual sphere of influence going to do about it what are you going to set off in your individual sphere of influence to do something about this because this right here this list right here this is somebody slapping you in the face over and over again and saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry now you bruised up and battered now you punch drunk and they're still saying i'm sorry but they're not really they're patronizing you because there's nothing being changed nothing being done so now this means the burden of responsibility is now on us the burden of responsibility is on us 
else, you may as well say, I'm cool being a slave. Go ahead on and walk up to somebody with some stock. Go buy your own stocks and your own uh, leash and put it around your neck and go to the first person you see that can use you in that way and say, I'm here at your disposal to do with whatever you can imagine. You may as well do that if you're going to sit there and allow this to be like this. Okay, especially for all you Protestants, you know what I'm talking about. And even if you're not Protestant, your view is not based upon the color of your skin. All right. Let me also deal with something. And I got to say this because this is really something. I find it amazing to me that. Number one, when we talk about the value of life and the value of black lives, it's interesting that. When you have a difference of opinion, you're demonized. When you have a difference of opinion, you become invalidated as a black person. And I think that's really strange. Why is my blackness based upon, and again, I'm using terms because you saw my video. I'm using terms that we understand. I want to be clear. But why is my relevance in the black community based upon whether or not I agree with rhetoric even if the rhetoric's not true. I had a conversation with a woman who's a part of a, a particular political group. I'm not going into politics. And, and she was talking to me. And she said to me, she, this is what she said to me. She says, she says, and she's, she's against Republicans, all of that. But she says, I find it interesting that when we have these meetings and talk about civil rights and, 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 and oppression, she said the whole meeting is about LGBTQ. We don't even talk about black issues anymore. It's all about LGBTQ. My this is partly where the rubber hits the road, right? And when we're talking about here we are, we're looking we're looking at anarchists <clears throat> who are transgender talking about they want their their slogan is f the police and when nwa made the song f the police they were talking about uh injustice being done to american black people but here this person is picking up picking it up uh 20 30 years later co-opting it and saying that they're going to do this and they're going to their whole thing is to collapse the system she says, I'm using the right pronoun. She says that you are based in a system. You believe in a system that has failed and it needs to fall down. What is the difference between what she's saying and the accelerationist or the accelerationism movement of Caucasians who are on the alt-right? There is no difference because when you do research, you find it it's two sides of the coin. Where is the where are we at in the middle? So that's why we say we should sit this one out because the Democrats are obviously on the side of the art um, on the side of the communist leaning anarchists. Because every law that they're passing now is to make it to protect them. And had it been 
a protest, when this all kicked off in May, when the protest happened, if it had been an all American black protest, the whole situation would be different. The conversation would be different. They would have automatically said these thugs. Remember what happened in Missouri? How they treated the American blacks then and were protesting. They pulled out every type of weapon they could. Rubber bullets, all kinds of smoke, uh, uh, everything. Street sweeping, uh, tanks, everything. They are not pulling it out because these are Caucasians. These are their children just having a tantrum tantrum because they're bored. Miss me with that co-opting our movements. And anyone who doesn't understand that, you just want to rub shoulders with people so bad. You are truly a coon. Let's go. The problem I have is that the people that argue, they don't do the research. They don't even do the research. They just argue with you because, oh, you this and you're that, you're this. When I'm asking you, well, what did you find out? What did you, what research did you do? Did you study woke black person? Did you study the fact that that Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, was a stark racist, a blatant racist that said, I want to eliminate the black community. You're talking about half, listen, half of our population has been aborted since 1973. Our current population is about 44 million people in America. And half of that has been wiped off this planet. And now, now, I have to, I have to stop that right there. Listen, half of 44, we're actually a little bit long there because you had to jump, throw in the mixed race people too. It puts us up, puts us up a little bit more, but 44% of the population, 44 million, excuse me, people in this country, right? Half 22 million babies have been aborted. Let that sink in for a minute. Half of what the population is right now, that would have put us over, that would have made us 66 million people running. But 22 million have been aborted. I mean, this is, I mean, this is devastating. This is a devastating thing. This is, when you look at it, it's even more devastating than the coons that were selling the crack. Let that sink in for a minute. I know what you're gonna say. A lot of people say, well, you're what you're doing, Keenan, you're diverting away from police brutality, you're diverting away from racism, you're talking about, about, about abortion. I'm not trying to divert away from anything. I'm not trying to divert away from anything, but it, it is my urgent plea to my brothers and sisters. And it's not just my black brothers and sisters, my white brothers and sisters, it is my urgent plea to you that you would look again. That's all I'm asking, look again. Get to hear what I'm trying to tell you. The level of manipulation that's going on right now is out of this way. It would blow your mind. This should be, this should be brought up before the world court if they weren't so corrupt. This should be brought up before the courts of the world 
to deal with the level, the diabolical manipulation, the diabolical coercion that's going on. And I'm just saying, just study it for yourself. And when I said that the day I stopped being black, that was not that was not a slap in the face of the black community. It's not saying I don't appreciate the melanin in my skin or the culture. It simply says that there's a transcendence as Christians. And I didn't just address black people. I addressed white people and any people, any group of people who has made their melanin or lack thereof their identity. That's what I've dealt with. All I'm saying to you, search the scriptures, search your heart. God has called the black community for such a time as this to be purveyors, listen to me, and propagators of revival, to be purveyors of prayer, hallelujah, to be stewards of the mysteries of God. He's called our community to be instrumental in the global awakening and specifically the awakening of America. And that's why the black community has come under such diabolical attack. I mean, okay, okay. Let me stop that for a minute. Let me stop that for a minute. Look, what's so diabolical about what the left has done with the right overseeing what the left has done, the alt-right overseeing what the Anarchist. The anarchist has taken pages from out of the American black rhetorical book talking about dismantling the system of white supremacy and replacing it with a system of justice. They co-opted that, took that, flipped it up, flipped it upside down, rewrapped it around and said, death to America, uh, destruction of the state destruction of the state means again that you're not going to get what is owed to you and it is another form of white supremacy because it still dupes you out of what you are supposed to receive and they took the language, flipped it around, co-opted, too many people trying to rub elbows, so happy that a Caucasian is listening and talking to them. Like, I have, I have one Caucasian friend. You know, we did a radio show together, right? But we talk about these conversations, and I talk the same way I talk now. And it's the way that it is. It's just the way that it is with me and uh, understanding people have to have uh understanding of what I'm doing and what I'm saying, right? And I have a middle standing, an overstanding of what the whole large mind state, in my opinion, should be. But that's just my mind state. Everybody's mind state is different. As long as you're not on that hamster wheel trying to hobnob and rub shoulders and things. So, when he's talking about black, that's why I have to come in and interject again, is the part where he's talking about his way. They don't care. Because to give you what you are owed, they would have to dismantle white supremacy. 
So instead of dismantling white supremacy, they just want to drop the whole state so you get duped and cheated out of what you are owed still. is still another side of white supremacy no matter what flip of the coin you do with these anarchists or the accelerationists. If any community had experienced 20 million abortions since 1973, we would call, you're talking about 50 years. In 50 years, in my, in my brother's lifetime, I'm not, I'm not 50, but in my brother's lifetime, since my brother was, was a child, was born, you're talking about, you're talking about 20 million black people, whether you call them people or not, have been eradicated from this planet. And until we're willing to address these kinds of things, or the fact that we have, when we talk about Black Lives Matter, we're not dealing with the fact that there are, there are, are, are brothels in our communities. There are liquor stores in our communities that are selling malt liquor that give people diabetes, that give people cirrhosis of the liver. They're selling, they're selling drug paraphernalia from gas stations in the black community. You can't go to any white community, any white gas station, and drive and, and buy paraphernalia out of the station. Now, who is doing that? Who is selling paraphernalia at the gas stations? are immigrants what immigrants are they the ones that are supposed to be teaching you a better way if you are dumb deaf and blind they're supposed to be teaching you the ways of Islam but instead they sell you what is detrimental to you and you think they're cool and they say what's up brother how you doing and they take on that they take on that walk and they're selling that trash to you and you're taking it hook line and sinker Instead of telling them, they walked into that. my business establishment, they didn't see no paraphernalia. They didn't see no pipes. They didn't see no roach clip feathers. They didn't see none of that in my store. They saw music. They saw things that had to do with upliftment. Right? And so that's what it is. But... People still, and I and I said, I said, I told people, I said, why are you supporting that when you should be over here and we come together and we eradicate the neighborhood of that? Let them go to the Caucasian neighborhoods with that same get up and see how long they last. Let see me, how long uh, they last. Do you that. not love yourselves? And that's why this whole thing about jumping on this anarchy tip and being with them and the black dude uh, ridiculing the American black soldier is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. And, and downing people who say, look, we are supposed to be in a better mind state than being in this mindset that they have put us in. We are in a state and we are in a set, right? We are in a state that is a mindset instead of having a mind state that eradicates the mindset. 
so that we can be free mentally. The miseducation of the Negro. The miseducation of the Negro. The miseducation of the Negro. You know, uh, as you were talking about what immigrants are in the neighborhood that sells um, these things to our people, um, I want to uh, bring out the fact that I have a friend that he and his wife goes to Zion like maybe every two years or so. And over there, his experience with the Arab community is different. Um, over there, they know who the black man is. Over there, there is honor given to the black man. Over there. The ones that are coming over here are being let in. They are considered to be of a lower class of their people. So they're of a lower class of their people and they're coming and infiltrating our neighborhoods and selling you Colt 45 Mont Liquor uh, selling you, I can't think of the, uh, um, the other uh, Miller Genuine Draft in a 40 ounce, you know, uh, Bud in a 40 ounce, the 40 ounce, you know, the 40 ounce. And not only that, they're selling you Black and Miles and Swisher Sweets and, and things like that. Do you know that Black and Miles and Swisher Sweets has ground up glass in it? ground up glass do you know that in the prisons that when they want to get at somebody they grind glass and put it in the food that cuts you up from the inside so from the inside not only the food lord have mercy not only the food that you're taking in pork beef not enough greenery, not enough vegetables. Your mind is cloudy. Starches and car carbohydrates. The food stamp program. You see people in there with boxes of sweet cereal, 10 boxes of cereal in the car. Or now they got those big three pound bags of cereal. Sweet sugar, straight white sugar, straight poison. You're putting the salt on the meat that's clogging you up you're clogged up and that that stuff that you're putting in your system including the malt liquor and the swisher smoking the black and miles and swisher sweets you're getting cut up from the inside toe up so your mind is not able to function correctly and this is what we have and so you're going to enter an argument with a person who is researching things and it's actually to your benefit did they research? So you have a lower class of people. So let me talk about now what that mean that we just did. And I said that that was a narcissistic behavior. Let's talk about flying monkeys. I'm going to tell you what a flying monkey is. A flying monkey in the context of narcissism is the ones that are pitted against the victim. So the person who is in a narcissistic relationship they the narcissist then goes and rallies a bunch of people usually uh people that they both know both of the people in the relationship knows so they rally those people against the victim and they try to um what they do is they 
they uh, provoke an incident. They provoke an incident so that the victim loses their cool and then goes off. And so then the narcissist turns around and gets the flying monkeys and says, see, look at what they're doing. See, see, and the flying monkeys are just people who just go by what they see. They go by what they see and they formulate an opinion, usually on the narcissist side, according to what the narcissist has provoked out of the victim and the victim responded to and the flying monkeys are merely the people who believe that are rallied against the victim and so what we have here you know and y'all listen if you're gonna get simple-minded and, and get all caught in your feelings because i use the term monkey then so be it but this is a type of flying monkey we are allowing ourselves that 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 one guy that was standing against the soldier in the one clip he is a flying monkey because he has taken something that another group has introduced to him to point a finger at a in a particular direction. He's hopped on board. He then flew. He then flew to the scene to, 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 to speak on the behalf of the narcissist. He then flew to the scene to speak on behalf of the narcissist. And those who are victims are standing there like, can't you see that you being played? Can't you see that you're being played? So the only psychologists say in, in a situation, in a relationship with a narcissist, the only way to get over and to get past that narcissistic behavior is to form a clean break. Form a clean break. You cannot have interactions with the narcissist. You cannot stay friends with the narcissist. You cannot uh, 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 have times of emotional, you gotta uh, completely emotionally and completely disconnect and they say, stay no contact. Now put that in the context of what we've been talking about. The same things apply. Same, the same things apply. All right, people. So, I mean, I think we have brought this to the spirit tip. Like, we got it. Or the tip of the vaccine needle, the drip, just before they stick, before they stick you with it. So tomorrow, people, we're going to be discussing, amongst other things, we're going to be discussing this right here. This should be a, a nice discussion for people to call in and talk about how a mysterious man fooled a Harvard scholar into believing the gospel of Jesus's wife was real. And so that should be a great discussion uh, going on tomorrow. That's what we're gonna be talking about, right? So let's pull this down real quick. And so let, let people know that we are on, that we do our thing and that you know, they should come on and be a part and uh, watch us and come on to us. So listen, people, and, and be part of the program. Listen, TFR Podcast Live, hashtag TFR Podcast Live on the Film Review Live channel. We have just celebrated our 130th show, hundred. 30 shows in the bag, the Film Review Live channel. 
Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast where we review how movies and music reflect the culture and politics in the society now and then, right? So make sure you check that out. You go over to the Film Review Life channel, the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, click the uh, bell so you can be notified when we come on, right? And don't forget, we just finished doing, and what's what's interesting about both of these is the number 13 is there. We just finished doing 13 episodes of hashtag TFR Podcast Live, and this is the 14th episode. We had our transition episode when we spoke about when we spoke about the World Trade Center last Friday. We come on Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Five days, we're bringing you information that you can use. 13 episodes, go over to the Film Review Life channel. Go to the playlist, click uh, observations and binge watch. You can also hear us. You can also hear us on i on Apple Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts. You can go uh, listen to the replays and get the information on your favorite podcast provider if that is your favorite podcast provider. And again. The film review, movies, music, culture, politics, society, hashtag TFR Podcast Live Sundays, every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we come on and we drop information about films so that you can save revenue when you go to the theater on certain films, you say, no, I'm not going to do that. Or I'm not going to uh, demand that because that must not be good. Like we talked about cute. Like, don't see that cute. But anyway, people. Sundays, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30, no, excuse me, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, the Film Review Live channel. Go click the bell to be notified, subscribe, subscribe to the channel, right? We are heard on iHeartRadio. That's your favorite podcast provider. Go to iHeartRadio, type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live and all the episodes come up. Or go to Google and type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live, iHeartRadio, or for hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB, type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB on Apple Podcasts. And all the episodes will come up for you to watch, people. This has been another robust information field uh, time that we had on the show today. And of course, with my special co-host Tanya M. Congress we got 10 minutes go ahead and close out um, it was funny that you uh, highlighted 13 I was going to tell the people was on my mind today to tell them 
if you guys missed last week, um, I mean, we've been we've been escalating in this information that we're providing for you. But last week, episodes nine through thirteen, particularly with emphasis on twelve and thirteen, if you had not had a chance to tune in, go back binge watch all the episodes but those two in particular if you're not familiar with the terminologies that are being tossed around through the media uh, such as marxism communism um, anarchy and all of the stuff that we've been we've been mentioning go back because we gave you a thorough uh, definition of those words uh, we did the legwork for you so the only thing you got to do is turn on a video and watch it and and, and take a screenshot of it or take a snapshot of it with your phone so you can keep those you it's going to be in in imperative that you keep those in mind as you're making your decision if you're not going to follow our uh you know advice not to well to sit this one out then if you're going to make a decision you need to know what those words mean and what the parties that you're considering are standing for or not standing for okay and then um, you mentioned, D about the number 13 being in both the, the TFR Podcast Live and the Podcast Live OB um, being the, the, the current episodes before this one today. And we've been conditioned to believe, we've been conditioned to believe a lot of things. So I'm telling you, you're going to have to go back and dismantle everything you know as normal and you're gonna have to let the God within you teach you again as you've been taught to to be able to function within this construct that's been put together that's meant to keep you a slave and that your godness be basically snuffed out by your own beliefs all right but number 13 has historically been associated with bad luck you know things like that but actually Number 13 does have a meaning. It's quite different than what we've been conditioned to believe. The number 13 brings the test, the suffering and the death. It brings the test, the suffering and the death. So in other words, in between the test and the death and the suffering, there are decisions that have to be made. There are maneuvers. There are strategies. There are navigations, right? And it symbolizes the death of to a matter and the birth of another. So it symbolizes the death of a matter or to oneself and the birth to the spirit, right? The passage on a higher level of existence, a higher level of existence, it is to signify renewed passion and motivation. So that is really what the number 13 uh, symbolizes. And so it was no mistake that all of the information that was given, all the the problems with getting the with the broadcast being uh, interrupted and us kicked off the the lines and everything like that and it's no mistake that those that was number thirteen. Now somebody else, the conditioned mind would have said, "Oh, well, this number thirteen, that's the bad luck number. You probably should have skipped that episode." That's what the conditioned mind would have said. You know, the actually, spiritual mind actually, says, actually, actually, before you continue. Actually, 11 and 12 were the ones getting to transition. Getting to the transition was where they tried to, in our opinion, tried to knock us off from continuing. But when it came to episode 13, the transition, 
it was smooth sailing all the way through. Smooth sailing yep. on the transition, transitioning, bringing the information to a spear's point, to that, yeah. to that needle point before you push the yeah. plunger. Now we're ready to start pushing the plunger, baby. 14 and on, we're ready, but we got to that transition. We're at 130, 130 shows on hashtag TFR Podcast Live. And at the same time, it matched up with 13 episodes of hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB. So when it got to time for a transition, it ran smooth. 11 and 12 was the ones where they were trying to shut us down, shut us down, shut shut it down. Go ahead. And we didn't even plan that. Uh, our show, uh, OB, is, is a newer show. And, and so it wasn't planned that it coincided with uh, TFR Podcast Live. It wasn't planned. It just so happens. This is how you know. These are some of the signs of that you know that something is being divinely inspired in case you didn't know so when something is being divinely inspired it works out that way uh, some people say the trained mind says oh that was just a coincidence trained mind don't believe nothing spiritual the trained mind is just easily led and goes with the flow doesn't have insight into anything beyond the immediate that they can see right before them the spiritual mind sees in the realm of the spirit so they can they discern those things so even with with uh you know 13 is a combination of two numbers number two and number 11 number two is double number 11 is means to be synced to be synced to be in sync so you have a double uh being in sync those things are very important. Uh, spiritual numerology is very important uh, to understand the movement of things. So there's so much here. There's so much richness, and there's such a robust um, uh, pool of knowledge here on this broadcast. And so it's not something that you can afford to miss. Um, you know, shoot it out. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with people who need to know some things, share it, replay it, you know, playing something seven times, they say, usually it takes before you really get it, it gets in, come on, man, let's go ahead on with this thing, you cannot just keep saying, oh, that's good, oh, yeah, I understand, that's good, I, I know some people, yeah, that's good, they know it's true, they know it's true, but they, yeah, you're right. You right, you right. What? <laughs> All right, people. So look, we like to thank you for people tuning in, the people who commented. Uh, S one dubs, I think. One uh, S dubs. Let me make sure I got the name right. S one dubs for uh, chiming in with us today. Um, we like to thank you for watching. Episode 14 of Hashtag TFR Podcast Live Observations by Crazy D with my special guest host, Tanya M. Congress. Make sure that you smash the friendship button, the like button on all the pages. Make sure you subscribe. We've told you how to do it. Replay. We appreciate you. We appreciate you tuning in with us this morning and this afternoon. 
because we're spreading across the globe and those who are watching us overseas, we appreciate you. All those who listen to us on the replays on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast provider, we're on all of them, both shows. All those who watch us on FB, on Periscope, on Vimeo, on uh, YouTube, the Film Review Live channel, we thank you. We appreciate you. And uh, make sure that you go back and watch episode 130, where we talk about that cuties, where we break this down, where we're tying all this together. Everything that you see is infinity circle. Everything is infinity circle. Everything is connected together. Everything that you see, the anarchist infinity circle, along with the accelerationist infinity circle, transgender infinity circle, uh, pedophilia infinity circle. You've been watching hashtag TFR podcast live and we will see you again tomorrow on the next episode tell everybody that we're coming on tomorrow 9 30 a.m pacific 12 30 p.m eastern with another show that's going to be very interesting when we talk about jesus's wife y'all you're talking about germany why i made the curators thick of the hollywood french community unity unity unity